Hey everybody, welcome to Journey of the Road Runners. Paul here. And Adriana. And along with us again from a couple episodes is our good friend Brittany Cabral. Hey Brittany. Barefoot Brit. <laughs> oh, I like it. <laughs> Barefoot Brit. That's, that's, that's going to be my, my new tag. I like that. <laughs> that's a good awesome. one. Yeah, I like right? It. Yeah. It's perfect. <laughs> oh, yep, so today we're going to be um, talking mental fitness. And um, yeah, we, we we talk about you know the, all the mental aspects quite a bit. So we, we never really took a deep dive before. I think we had an episode called Helpers that like covered like everything from like therapists, uh, chiropractors, physical therapists, and stuff. But yeah, we'll focus on the mental fitness of this because it's so important, especially these days. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. I was saying earlier I uh, took a psychology class in college and um the instructor walks in he was an old dude and he was like you could tell he was seasoned he he was tired and he goes i'm going to tell you the most important thing you need to know about psychology you're going to spend your whole adult life getting over your childhood <laughs> that really is the most realest shit i ever heard though <laughs> yeah. I and, like, and 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 I am living it. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I should preface this whole thing saying that we're not doctors, so if um you have like um really tough issues, you should see a doctor, which well, I'm sure we're going to touch upon anyway. So yeah. Yes, <laughs> we're not doctors. We're just humans, lifing. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> life and life at its finest. Yeah. So like recently, I went through. A really bad patch after um well the past couple of years i mean last year i lost my dad but then recently my after as i was recovering from my broken shoulder a fractured shoulder socket i was finally able to start exercising again and then my back went out and i couldn't move again after that and then i got covid and then i lost a cousin that i'm close to that's been on here before so um it was like I was getting hammered one thing after another. And then all of a sudden I just like busted out of it. So um, over the past few months, I'd say, I've got a run streak going, kicking this podcast into high gear. I'm almost going to be graduating. I'll be graduating next month with my master's in creative writing. So like everything's like all coming together. Just when this year started off horrible, it's, you know, finishing up good. So um yeah, and a big part of that is the mental fitness. Like, I never stopped giving up. Um, I have an incredible counselor, so yeah, I'll talk more about her afterwards. But yeah, and yeah. I I think like to touch on that, like having a therapist is so important. You know, it's that unbiased opinion, and they've studied human behavior, so they can understand a lot of things. Like, you know, they know how to. I have a good therapist too, and he really. I like him because he, he digs stuff out. Some, like, they'll start to and they don't keep going. Like, he digs out. He'll, and every little thing, I'll say something, and he's like, let's let's talk about this. I'm like, fuck, I didn't want to talk about this today. Why did I say oh, that, yeah. you know? They definitely uh, ask you hard questions that you can't ask yourself. We are afraid of, you know, we just shove everything in that closet, you know. And we're afraid to open that up because you don't know what the fuck's going to come back out at you, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that is great, and um, I'm actually looking into my own therapist myself, so I'll be on one of those journeys uh, pretty soon. So that'll be another another cycle that I'm going to be going through. And I mean, it's, it's like, especially like now, it used to be like 
stigmatized, you know, and mm-hmm. it was like, oh, you're crazy if you need a therapist. But, you know, I, I have a therapist um, years ago. I don't I have a different one now, but I remember saying something about like being crazy, like feeling crazy, whatever. She goes, the crazy ones never come in here. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, that's the problem. You're yeah. not crazy because you're here. You're like actually <laughs> trying to like figure your shit out. The crazy ones never come. And she's like, that's the problem. And I'll, I'll like, you know, it's these like, it's all these like, you know, little sentences that I've picked up over the years from like people in that, like in that world that I've always appreciated because that sticks with you. It's like, shit, maybe I'm not. Cause you know, asking for help and trying to work on yourself, it, it just shows how strong you are. And I think mm. you know, not to be sexist, but like it's definitely, I think men have a harder time. A lot of like people I know who are like, Oh, I think, you know, their husband or boyfriend or somebody really needs a therapist. And they're like, I'm not fucking going. I'm fine. I'm like, no, dude. Yeah, that's Like, that's why people are like, maybe you should go to a therapist, you know? Something might have happened in your childhood or even if you're going through something hard. It's like you can't just keep stuffing it because it'll eat you alive. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm glad that you touched up on the, you know, gender stigma about it because there is a stigma in general, but just more so now with men. You know, they need a man up and I think it's more speaking up now. So I think that we should change that narrative from manning up to speaking up. And, you know, that's why there's a 70 percent higher rate in, you know, suicides with men compared to women, because they feel like they can't talk to their people, you know, or else because it shows weakness. And I think that what you said was perfect with um it does show strength being vulnerable doesn't mean you're weak it shows how strong you are to really unpeel unfold all those layers that you're wrapping around and really get to that core because i really believe it does stem something in our childhood and when you start becoming more aware of what triggers you and all that and it's not about being perfect it's about being aware like that's progress to me isn't never having those thoughts you know it's it's not about never having that but just catching yourself a little bit quicker and just that awareness is just so important to me you know yeah knowing how to navigate through it yes. like yeah like block yes. out the feelings that they're still there you're just blocking it and then it all blows up all at once Right. And, you know, um, you know, everyone says, oh, I just, you know, uh, I overthink, I, you know, think too much. And it's not like we're going to have those thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what our brain does. Our brain thinks. Telling our brain to stop thinking is like telling your heart to start beating, telling your lungs to stop breathing. That's not something that we can do. Like our brain was meant for that. But learning how to, especially for me, was... um, a lot of self-doubts that you have from childhood traumas and then it stems into this whole basket of you know all these negative thoughts and all of that and it's really learning how to just reprogram so you know learning to flood your mind with better thoughts and you know people beat themselves up when they're really trying to be better and they think it's taken me 30 years of this fucked up thinking right why am I gonna be so hard on myself for not having it in a week? It's gonna take me that much time, if not longer, to really understand that, you right. know? So it's really just about learning to be patient with yourself through yeah. those processes as well and learning to forgive. It's true. That's, dude, you're spot on with that. Yeah. Well, I compare it too, like with the uh, physical fitness. Like I've had, had those injuries and stuff, and then it takes time to, like, get back get stronger again 
<laughs> it's the same thing with the mental part. If something happens, you, right, it, it takes and, time. Uh, <laughs> no, exactly, because, you know, people injure themselves, you know, and they think, oh, it's going to take me so long to get back to it. But sometimes there was probably something wrong in there, and it was a sign of, hey, you need to slow the fuck down. Mm -hmm. We need to actually see and, like, feel what's going on, be aware of that. And then when you kind of get to that core, you start to really see that progress. Because it's yeah. not just that band-aid anymore, but you've really learned to heal that part. And then from there, you don't even realize all the other avenues of your life that that stemmed from. Yeah. So you see all these other different, you know, progress and all these different aspects of your life that you never thought of before because you kind of got to a root. Right. Yeah. So well, that. And, and they go together, too. Like, I think, like, like being, you know, mentally and emotionally stronger in in fitness being injured like i i anytime i'd get hurt or something would happen i'm like ah, what the fuck i'm never gonna get better you know and i'm like all right trying to talk myself out of that attitude and it's like i recently like i fell down my stairs and like i'm like nothing happened i was so happy and like a week later i'm like oh fuck i think i sprained my wrist <laughs> that it hurt and it was almost better and i started doing kettlebell snatches because i hadn't done them in my shoulders mm. my then it got sore and i'm like all right, no big deal. I got to back off. And I, I was telling Paulus, I slammed my shin putting something away. And I went and picked up this huge heavy box, and, like threw it up on my shoulder. So it hit that wrist. And now it's like sprain, sprain. Triggered like, it again. Yeah. And normally I'd be like, oh, you fucking idiot. And the other day I'm like, well, I'm like, you know what? It's, it is what it is. I did it. I, I have a lot of body parts. I can work around this. And it's like, normally even when i try to have a good attitude like there's that like ego in the background like you fucking idiot you did this again mm -hmm. and this time I'm like you know what man i'm like i'm evolving this time and i'm not gonna like beat myself up because i i do dumb stuff sometimes and instead of being angry like it's funny i'm like mm -hmm. i hit my shit so hard that i didn't feel myself respraying my wrist until mm -hmm. i got in the car and i was like whoa <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know so it was like kind of just instead of taking myself so like putting myself down and taking myself so seriously i'm like all right this is funny because like you do you do you move too fast so this is a lesson like if i didn't just flip out because i banged my shin like a five-year-old i would probably wouldn't have re-sprained my wrist and i'm like oh, next time i'm gonna slow down <laughs> i just i love everything that you just said because it just shows the you know the progress isn't you know perfection but you had that awareness a little bit sooner and um we look at it through a different lens you know right. i like to think of it as our you know sunglasses how are you looking at it this time and so when you can see something that used to happen all the fucking time right and then you look at it and you're like no it can be this way instead you know and that right. is just, that's just beautiful just seeing yeah. that shit differently because I like to think of like an iceberg, you know, and our problems, whatever we think is going through and you take a look at it and then it's like, okay, and you kind of just trip it away, but it's never really gone. So you feel like, all right, I've gotten through this. And then months, like years can go by and something triggers that again. It's like, wait, I guess I didn't fully go through it, but you're looking at something a little bit different. And then again, that's just another chip away. So it's never really going to be gone, but you just kind of slowly peel back those right. layers as well as to what's actually going on in that core. So I absolutely loved everything that you just said with that because it's, it's showing up differently. 
yeah. showing up has been like a huge term for me that I've been using a lot is showing up the best that you can. Right. And when you show up differently, that's your fucking growth right growth. there. Mm -hmm. And you cannot deny that at all. Right. Even if it's not perfect, it's still fucking better, you know? And just right. learning to celebrate those small victories, not enough people do that. No, They're trying to take true. that giant leap and don't even realize that you got to take that fucking step first. Yeah. And or all those steps create that leap that you see when you look back, you know? Oh, it's yeah. so true. Yeah, yeah, I like that point you brought up too about perfection. I think everybody feels they have to be perfect, especially like these days, especially with social media when people post all these great things. So then they think they got to like, you know, do that and. <laughs> they get caught in that comparison, you yeah. know, and they say comparison is the thief of joy. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. Always, I always, like and it's so true. It's so true, though. It is. Yeah. It, and that, you know, and I think, too, like, you know, touching back on just, like, having a therapist, like, asking for help is, it's healthy because you need to learn from somebody else, either their experience or their knowledge. Like, we're not, you know, you can learn from your own experiences, but sometimes it's a little slower. <laughs> yeah, it so is. You can get a little hand, you know, like someone like, hey, look, you know what? I did that. It's not a good idea. Let's go this way. It's like, okay, like I've been down that path and I caught on fire. How about we take yeah. a left? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's good having a counselor too because it's more personalized instead of like this general thing because everybody's different. Everybody's been through different things and then once you have like uh, your own personal counselor, you know, and another important thing is to make sure it's the right fit. Cause yeah, yeah if you go to like one me. and they're not good. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Paul, Paul's counselors are running a runner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want to definitely get into that. She has, um, it, she's like rebranded herself as nourish, talk, walk, flow, grow. So uh, mm, I love that. Yeah, she's like holistic. I love that, <laughs> I love that shit. <laughs> yeah, so I, she's like the perfect for, fit for me. She's like holistic. She she's a runner, so she makes like a lot of running analogies. She really gets me um, very spiritual. Like the only time I successfully had like a meditation was like in her office when I went to her in the office we did like a meditation it was like incredible she pulls a lot out of me and no really I, I love that and, you know sometimes it's uh it's finding those people that help you feel heard yeah I think a lot of that too is they just don't feel heard so when you find like that that piece that you feel like you're missing or it just like fits inside of your you know your, your little picture then um, you just see so much. Like, you can be doing the same things, but when you're surrounded by the wrong people, too, like, I like to think of ourselves as flowers, right? Mm -hmm. And the people that we surround ourselves with is the fertilizer. So sometimes you have to take a step back and say, hey, am I, are these helping me grow? Right. Or, are, or are they fucking killing me, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's really... Uh, it's, I mean, that is a whole different, you know, thing too, but just so important with being true to yourself and then those people gravitate towards you. Well, and, and I, I think you know. to touch on that, like Brittany, it's like when you are looking for a therapist, like you, there's still people and there's a lot of fucked up therapists and you got to mm -hmm. be careful. And like, not even just that, you might find one. Like I told Paul this a while ago, I have this therapist, nice enough person, but 
I was explaining to her how devastated I am because I had a lot of injuries. Like I came off a of surgery, you know, it didn't go well. So I had problems and I was devastated. And she's like, why don't you try puzzling? And I was like, why don't I try killing myself? Puzzling is <laughs> making me insane. Like, I don't want to stand around sticking things in, in holes. I'm like, mm. I want to run. I want to jump. I want to be out in the woods. Like, you know, so like she didn't get me. And like, she goes, well, I run because I have to like to stay healthy, but I'd much rather puzzle. I'm like, we are not a match. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. Like, I mean, you know, and. And for her, it sounds like uh, she's putting, like, a need on herself. So, like, I'm big into um, the words that we use, you know, the power in our words, you know. And um, I stopped using the word need because when you say you need to do something, doesn't that sound like a chore and, like, unmotivating? You don't want to do it when you say I need to do something. Right. Uh, so I started saying I would like to because of blah, blah, blah. That's how it makes me feel. You know, yeah. so when you can stem it to an emotion and not just like that need, you can kind of redirect right. kind of what your real intention is at that point. Because you may think you wanted this, but then when you really take a step back into like really looking at that intention, it was really off of something else. So kind of like that concept of, you know, uh, anger is a secondary emotion. You know, you feel these other things first before you feel anger, you know, right. so one of those, it can kind of mask itself as something else. And then having that person to talk to can really help you take cool. off that mask and see what it really is. Right. You know, and that's there. I like, like a good therapist. Like I've had I, mine now and I've had a couple other ones. Like when they call you on your bullshit, like they're like, ah, oh, like I, won. I loved her. She's, she called me on my bullshit. I had been seeing her for like a year. It was around the time my dad died. And we, we were, I saw her for a while. She called me out on something and I'm like, you're an asshole. And she's like, thank you. Like it was just yeah. so funny. Cause like it, it was totally exactly how I was like, she just nailed me for it. And I loved uh, it. I was like, that's mad, so like, true. Yeah. You know and I'm like? You're an asshole. She's like, thank you. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean that. She's like, get it out. I'm like, I just didn't expect like, it was like, I don't even remember what it was. I just remember like, she called me out on some bullshit and I was like, Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because as as humans, our you know ego just comes right out, right? And rather than taking ownership and accountability, and ownership is a huge fucking key. Oh yeah. Thing because you know what? What has happened to us? Our trauma is not our fault, but it is our fucking responsibility to heal ourselves. Yeah, it's right. not anybody else's, but it's ours, you know? So when we get, I used, I used to be that person. You couldn't tell me any little thing that I was doing wrong because I would clam up. I would just distance myself and then turn that into a, oh, they don't like me and all this shit. It has nothing to do with them, but they, you know, they let me know things that I was doing and our ego doesn't like that. Our, our right. ego likes to keep us safe, you know? So then we get called out on that. But now I've actually turned into that friend <laughs> that will, you know, call out my other friends. And I think it's actually really important oh, to yeah. have somebody that isn't just going to tell you exactly what the fuck you want to hear all the time. You obviously want to have friends that are there for you and they will, you know, uh, support you. But I don't need my friends to coddle me. Right. I want my friends to keep me accountable, and that's where I can grow because it's not about being perfect. 
all right? People love us the fucking way that we are, but it doesn't mean that we can't better ourselves in these right. certain aspects well, of that's, our that lives. was the whole thing. Like, I loved it when she did it. Like, I, I laughed. I was like, whoa. Like, I'm like, you're an asshole. She's like, like God you know, damn. Like like, <laughs> I, I was, like, shocked that she, whatever it was, it was, like, a deep. And she was just like, shoop. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, moving on. And she was really good at getting it, like, everything out. And she did. And I did. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of EMDR. But um, no, my dad passed away. So you basically it's um, I forgot like the the definition, but it's like electro. It's like eye move eye movement. Um, something like basically you hold these pulsers, and I know they have one with the light too. But you hold pulsers, and you process whatever you're going through. Like you talk mm-hmm. about it, but like you have to like go back to like you know how old are you here? How are you feeling or this situation? And um, it helps your left and right brain process together so like if you're more of a lot like a logical like person it helps the emotional side kind of chime in it bounces the information back and forth like essentially so after my dad died I was like okay like you know she helped me through it and then she's like all right what now we're gonna work on some other stuff and I'm like "Uh uh-oh like you know and she's like she pulled a lot of issues out of me that they're there they're absolutely there and I just didn't know how bad they were and Mm. I did a lot of hard work. It was really hard. It was painful. And, you know, I had, I, I came to some realizations and I also knew, I found like stuff I was feeling when I was a child, like literally like I was right about, but I was so little that I didn't, I thought I was nuts for feeling a certain way. Oh my God. That just hit me so fucking hard right there. Like I was actually write about what I was feeling and and it you know I I look back and I'm like you could have the could have like oh if I if I if this happened it could have been or that happened but it doesn't matter I'm who I am today and I'm aware of these things and I can be better because of these things and I'm not going to sit in the past but it was painful work and I think with therapy the real truth is people don't want to go through the painful work they'd rather just ignore it like you said keep it like stuff it in the closet and it's fucking hard nothing think about when you're a child and you grow it's painful growing is painful and there's no growing pains there's literally that term growing pains you have those aches you know things are growing though because your body's changing you know and that body can't hold who you're supposed to be you know so it needs to grow with that and you learn to own that earth suit that you're growing into i like to call it an earth suit (laughs) i like that (laughs) well it's kind of like what paul like you like your whole year in the beginning of the year was a shit show yeah it's like it was painful and now you're like (laughs) bitches i've been running everything's feeling good uh, it was painful dude Brittany, paul like every time i talk to him some shit was happening He's like, this person died. That happened here. I'm like, oh my, every time I talked to him, it was like something terrible happened. Like, and I, I was like, why is this happening? Because Paul's one of the nicest people I know. And I'm like, why is this happening to him? And then like, he's like, I'm on this. Every time I talk to him now, he's like, I'm on this day of a running streak. I feel great. This happened. That happened. Like if he has a little pain, we like stretch it out. He texts me later. He's like, I feel great. My hip feels better. Like, everything's like a total like 360 from the beginning of the year. Oh, absolutely. And um, it's, you know, having trying to change that, you know, victim mindset as, oh, everything is happening to me. But, you know, life is not fair. A lot of the times life is not fucking fair, you know, and it is ruthless. And when you can take those things that happen to you and uh, change it into a this happened for me. 
even the really fucking painful things, you know, like talking about, you know, mental fitness today and all of that. It's, uh, it was actually my aunt's eight year anniversary of her taking her life, you know? So that's something that's hit close home to me and, you know, my family. And like every year you kind of, I would look at things a different way or feel something different. And like, for me this year, thank you for letting me share all this with you too. I know it's kind of, lot to to drop on but learning that we need to stop shooting on ourselves is what I say like remember when you said oh we you know could have done that should have done that but we didn't you know we did right. no matter how hard it was or the things that we did we did what we thought was our best at the time and we can't we can't hate ourselves or blame ourselves for that but learning to be compassionate with that and to be forgiving so again with you know being forgiving with yourself and you know you could have done something more you could have been around more you know you can you can go on with that you know and it's about i've learned that accepting it's really fucking hard accepting other people's choices and it had nothing to do with you right you know, so that's something that's like really tough too. That's, you know, really tough to talk about, you know, because of course we wish that we could have done more, did this, done that. And it's, you know, it's, it's just hard, you know? So every year you kind of, I kind of take something a little bit differently and it actually hit me fucking hard this year. I'm not going to lie. It was probably one of the most emotional about it, but with the mindset growing that I've done in this past year and a half, I, I came to that, you know, and just accepting others peace. And that's, and that's really fucking hard, you know? So I had my moment of being a baby, I'm bawling my eyes out, but then I looked at things so differently, having that different pair of sunglasses on. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just, it's just, it's really tough shit, you know? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Like one of the big things that has helped me in counseling is, um, yeah, when I'm going through something, just to like feel it, to allow yourself to feel it and not push it back. You know, you're going to mm. feel, there's going to be times when you're going to feel bad. You can't always make yourself, I always try to force myself to, you know, feel better, whatever. But, you know, I would just like, now just take a, like a time out and just feel bad for a little bit and then, you know, figure out what I'm going to do next. Mm, see, I love that. It's uh, allowing, like your feelings are so valid. Mm-hmm. Allowing them to have a space is so important and you can't deny it. Yeah. You know, like there's a couple things that I've heard or, uh, it's, you know, you got to face it and embrace it. Yep. And it's like hard. That. And then I kind of came up with something where you have to feel it to heal it. I like that. If you're yep. just denying it and you're just shoving it down, you're not going to be able to process exactly what it is that you're feeling and going through. So you do need to feel that shit. Like, allow it to have a space, you know? And the thing is, people think that you can just feel one thing. Like, no, you can feel a whole multitude of mm-hmm. emotions at one time, and it doesn't mean that the other feeling isn't valid anymore. Right. Yeah. You know? So it's just important to really understand that our humanness is going to come out whether we like it or not. But allowing them to have a space, you know, you shared it. And then you can, you know, not just essentially move on, but understand that you are feeling other things as well. And that's okay. You have to let yourself know and give yourself permission that it's fucking okay to feel like sad and 
you know, you want to move on from it and that's fine, but you're just going to hit a fucking roadblock trying to take a shortcut. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you're going to slam yourself into a fucking wall. And then it's like, damn, I need to take a step back and, all right, I need to, I need to face this shit. Right. And then you finally see that you can move forward a bit. It's painful. It's not fucking easy. Like, it's painful. Like, shadow work is some real shit. Like, really digging deep and, like, unpeeling all those layers that's scary. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard for sure. Yeah, it, it's important to get to, like, the root cause of the issue. I know there there. are there's probably like a lot of times where there really is a, a chemical imbalance with people eating medicine, but these days right. I feel like they just get medicine for anything and it's just like, Oh yeah. Like, oh, don't even, don't <laughs> even get me started on that but, because that's going to be a whole nother, it's going to be a whole nother thing. Honestly, I, I do believe that there's, um, times for when you do need medication, but everything, right, you know, it's, I think it comes down to people aren't taking accountability mm-hmm. and they are creating these issues for themselves like i'm yeah. sorry but dude my fucking my favorite is anxiety everyone's got fucking anxiety oh my god i have social yes. anxiety when i go somewhere with new people i'm like that's called being nervous to meet new people yes. <laughs> it's not anxiety we all get nervous when we meet new people that's that's called normal human behavior in a crowd of new people anxiety is not that it's like, I'm anxious because I sat on my fucking phone all day looking at other people's lives. Get off yes. your phone. <laughs> and that's the thing, too. It's like, they, people need a reason. Humans need a reason for this. So they blame mm-hmm. it on, oh, it's, it's this rather than ownership, accountability, you know? And then you hear the, the ones that say, oh, this is just how I am. Well, if that's bad, you should fucking do something about it. I'm sorry. Yeah, quick complaint, and if you're going to want to <laughs> yes. stay that way. Yeah. Yes, like, if you, like, I heard this too, is like, if you want something different, you have to fucking do something different. Mm. It's true. You know, like, insanity. What do they say <laughs> is oh, yeah, same repeating thing. the same actions and you're expecting a different result from it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> you are. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. You tried this. Now you're like, oh my God. <laughs> but when, like, for me, like, another thing with my own, like, personal growth is I question my own thoughts. Well, well, my old thoughts that I used to have, I'm like, damn, why did I, how could I think that way? And then again, taking a step back and you're like, Brittany. That was your best at the time. That's okay. But you've grown and you've learned. And now you're learning to apply all these different tools and methods that I've, you know, learned over the past year and a half, two years for my own, you know, mental reprogramming. And I still get caught up in my shit. I've actually, for the past two, three weeks, I've been in a roller coaster of my own mental health, you know? So it's not about perfection, but the progress for me has been being aware of that and knowing that, yeah, I can, I can be sad. I can, you know, feel this way, but I've acquired some tools now and know that it's going to be okay. And I'm trying to see these as opportunities. So the challenges that I have, I'm trying to see it as an opportunity to show up differently as I used to. 
You know, like, you know, when you start, like, going through the same shit over and over again, and you're like, why does this keep happening to me? It's because I keep fucking showing up the same way as I was, so what do I expect is going to happen from that? The same damn thing, but when I actually can be that change in that cycle, you know, you're going to get faced with stuff, but we are the response to that. So it's, I reframe things as to, what is this trying to show me? What is this trying to force me to show up differently and do something different this time? You know? I, you, I'm sure you guys have too. I read a lot of self-help books. and There was one, I can't remember, it was a while ago. And she was like, you know, if you have negative thoughts, just think like, you know, some, like think, you know, positive or just tell yourself like, be more accepting for love. And at first I'm like, this fucking shit's corny. You know, right? like, be more accepting for love. Like, and then I was like, let me try it. And because it'll change your thought. Like, you know, and I was like, if I was feeling bad, I'd feel negative. I'd feel negative about myself towards others. I'd be like, oh, you know, even like if I'm in line, I'm like, what's this motherfucker doing? Now they got to give the cashier a hard time and I'm already like angry. You know? <laughs> I'm like, oh, cause you got to fucking do it. Like just, they're asking for the sale. Like there's not a sale. Like I'm flipping out and I'm like, hey, I'm like, they're going through it too. Be love, be kind. And I'm like doing the mantra. And I'm in my head, I'm like, you fucking corny bitch. You know, and then later, like I kept doing it and I still do it to this day. Like if I'm getting, if I'm getting aggravated with myself or anyone like feeling negative, I'm like, you have to like, we're all love, we're all connected. It's all, you know, and it's working. And it's funny because for about three months, I shit you not. I'd be like, oh, here we go again with your corny shit. Because I'm like, oh, be love, you know. And well, but, it, but, it, but it, it fucking worked. worked. <laughs> it worked. You know, because at first it was like this woman who wrote the book is all like, I'm like, all right, lady, like you do all, you know, you have time to do all this. I don't have time to fucking sit under a tree today and breathe and talk about myself, <laughs> you know. Like, and then, but it, it, it honestly, like, I was like, you know what? She's there and I'm not. So, like, I have to try. And I, I can do out in public if I want to, like, you know, run someone down with a shopping cart because they're moving too slow. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know what? Breathe, eh? Like, they're, maybe they're going through something. And, like, you're just being a fucking bitch. Like, be loving and realize we're all connected and stop trying to, like, be an aggressive driver at the supermarket with the car. Uh, car. Like, be nice, you know? Yeah, and um, I've learned, too, that, like, when we're upset with somebody else, we are projecting something mm-hmm. that's in us through them, you know? So it's how we're looking at ourselves that right. we're unhappy about, and then we stem this fucking hate towards that person. It's like, wait, is this supposed to show me something about myself and, you know, doing the whole, like, negative, like, thoughts and all that? I forgot what book I read. I think it was The Power in You. I, I, I forgot what, sorry, forgot the name of the book, but what helped me a I lot, it's so good, right? I Just think use, I'm going to the talk about yeah. too. But um, one of the, the things to help me like reprogram my, you know, my thought pattern was you can have that thought, you know, Is have it? that negative thought. No. I think it is the power is in you or something like that. I, for, I it's from Louise. Her name's Louise. I forgot her last name. Please Sorry. Hey. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yep. Um, and it's about acknowledging that thought, right? So I'll be, you know, having that negative thought, and then it would say, "Thank you for sharing." So I would say out loud, "Thank you for sharing," as if, okay, you had your place. It's, it's value still, you know, and then I can move forward 
with that and not dwell on that but just to acknowledge that it's there because trying to deny that whole thing denying it isn't going to make it go away you're you're gonna you're gonna get caught up in it at some point but just acknowledging that it's there is so powerful it's 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 so true i mean just changing like to you know to piggyback on what you said about the lenses and the glasses too it's like you know years ago i was going through a hard time my dad passed away and i had there was an employee that was work that i worked with who was just just basically like harass, just being an asshole, kind of harassing me. And like, it was a, a weak time in my life too, where I was like, I felt so vulnerable and I'm like, what the fuck? And like, you know, there's that part of me that's just like primal. And I'm like, I just want to beat her ass. Oh, of course. Feel better. You know, <laughs> of and course. I went to my therapist and I said, I'm, I want to beat her ass. And she's like, all right. She's like, I go, but then I could kill her with kindness. I'm like, I just don't know what to do. And I did. I killed her with kindness, like to the point where I was annoying myself. I'm like, "Good morning, how are you?" Like, and I, I was, it was killing me. And then one day she ran out. She was looking for music because her she didn't have music for her class. And I'm like, "You can use my phone. I'll unlock it." She's like, "What?" I'm like, "You can use my phone. I'll unlock it. I don't want you to go without music for your class." She's like, "Okay." And then it happened again. And she ran out and just stared at me. She's like, "I'm like, you don't. Your music's not working again because our stereo is wacky." She's like, "No," and like. I let her use it again and it honestly and it was it was so bad that I did like at work it was it was getting bad and then all of a sudden like me changing and I I, mm. I thought about it the same way I'm like she's got something in her life that's not good and she's taken it out on me and it has nothing to do with me I've just I'm loud and it bothers her and that's it and it has nothing to do with me and she started being nicer I mean it wasn't she wasn't like you know, I definitely wasn't her biggest fan, but she was like nicer after that. I'm like, I changed my attitude towards her, and it mm. I change. fucking love that. I you love know? that. It shows how powerful we really are, you know. And I think a big part of it too is we are the main character in our story, right? And we implant ourselves so big into somebody else's story, and it's none of our fucking business to do it. You know, we're making yeah. ourselves this bigger role in somebody else's life. There's that saying, um, whatever they think of me isn't isn't my business. <laughs> yes, yes. What you think of me is none of my business. Yeah. And that really is a powerful thing too, but it just shows like you're in this thing. It's like you are the fucking change in your life always. And it's hard mm-hmm. showing up as the bigger person and again, showing up as the bigger person when it's really hard i think that is like really the fucking test and that's like that lifing yeah you know just showing up when it's hard but then you really truly see you do that and then you slowly like inspire other people to do the same for them it's true <laughs> that's what the world needs right now <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> I love that, though. Oh, mm-hmm. I love your stories, eh? Yeah. Thank you. I do. <laughs> well, I, I do. I'll have to send you my book. Paul's read it. I'll... Oh, please. Yeah, I got... <laughs> please do. I will. you got to give me your email after. I will. I will. I'm looking forward to that. I love that shit. I think, uh, you know, just hearing other stories now, it just really brings out, like, the human in everybody. And it's like, wow, like, people really are just doing their best, whether we agree with it or not people are doing what they think is their best right now so that kind of compassion 
and you know taking a step back and not making yourself so big for somebody else you know talking about you know getting agitated with somebody driving and all that. it's like who knows maybe they cut me off because they're trying to go visit somebody that's in the hospital things like that like we don't know what other people are going through right. and they're just doing their best and it's not against you they're, they're, they're not doing it purposely to you but we make it that way in our minds you know because yeah. we want to feel so important that, <laughs> that we just do that shit, you know? And that's so human and it's so okay. Yeah. It's so yeah. okay. Yeah, people love being the victim too, so... Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. of course. And taking that victim mentality into that champion mentality of mm -hmm. this happens for me, not exactly. to me, yep. you know? So it stems back to, you know, changing how you see yourself in this world. Are you a victim? Or are you a fucking champion through it? Because right. to me, I'm starting to see too that how like cool would your story be if everything was just fucking roses all the time? No, like be, you want to you want to see that movie. You want to read that story about facing adversity and how they come out on the other side of that. Yeah. yeah. I always say people who haven't th been through shit are boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Or maybe they have, and they just don't want to talk about it. simple, but good for you. And, I, and it really is. I don't think anyone... I think, you know, to go back to, like, just people burying stuff, I think there's a lot of... No matter what your upbringing was, like, there's always some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, even if you're okay, like, you got some... There's always that sibling that's fucked up, that aunt or uncle, you know, your freaking grandfather who buried someone in the backyard, any kind <laughs> of shit. Like, there's always that fucked up shit, you know? And it's like... People, people try to put that shiny, and I, I honestly, I'm like, you're not that interesting. If your life was that, like, <sighs> I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, I'm like, these are all the steps you're supposed to take, and then I have the white picket fence. I'm like, I don't want to be friends with you, man. You got nothing, nothing fun to talk about. <laughs> no, that's not raw. You know, raw yeah. to me is just beautiful, and that's human. It's just that raw right. human experience, and like catching yourself in those old, you know, cycles, and being like, damn, what did I do? And that's okay, but I show up different now. Right. Showing up. Oh, it's such an amazing, such an amazing term that I've really been using. And it's actually helped some of, you know, my friends along the way, too, of just showing up. Even when you don't feel like it, when you don't want to, you fucking show up. Oh, totally. <laughs> that, that's what my... I've been doing every day since uh, yeah. the run streak. Yeah, oh, you've really been showing up. <laughs> yeah, even days oh, where absolutely. I don't feel... You've been killing it. <laughs> even if I don't feel like it, I, you know, once I start getting my feet moving, then I'm good to go. So, yeah, just well, it's, show you know, up. that's like, that's like, because uh, you're driven, and that's, you know, mm -hmm. motivation versus drive. You know, motivation is like is like a light um uh, i mean a match right you burn it and it's so bright but then not that long after it dies yeah. so it's always easy it's always easy showing up when you're motivated mm -hmm. but when you find the internal drive like i have this uh this this kind of stuck with me too is that if your why is strong enough your how will reveal itself always like always always you know so it's about getting that drive when you're driven you are gonna do it when it's hard, because oh, totally. it's always, always easy to show up when it's easy. When you have, the, you have the perfect weather, you have all this, you know, you just have the perfect conditions. Sure, but how fucking cool is that? You right. know, it's you know, it's telling that 
story of you're facing all this adversity, but it's something so strong as your intention, as your why, and then you, you find a way to make it happen. And that, to me, is not just doing it, but finding that way to make it happen. Yep. When it was hard. Oh, totally. Making it happen. I have... um. I have a say from a therapist I had a while ago. Uh, if people are looking for a therapist, there's like some online res resources. But she said Zen care was the best. And I quote, because psychology today is like the Tinder of psychologists. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who's looking, apparently Zen care is better. Um, and I always thought that was funny. And again, I have all the useless information. Like anything someone says that's funny. It always sticks with me. Of course, it's important <laughs> too, because it obviously, if a psychologist is saying that. Um, but I also, I, I found my psychologist on um, uh, Rhode Island Psychologist Associates, and I love him. And there's, I read a couple other people's, they, some of them take insurance, some don't, some Zoom, some don't. Um, but I liked, I read a lot of the profiles, and it seems like whoever runs that group, I forgot the woman's name, she really handpicked people who fit there well. So, and I, there was a lot, and I've been seeing this shrink for, I mean, most of my life. I'm 44 since I was like 13 on and off. So I've, I've had a fair share. I guess you could say I'm a, I, I can't remember. It's like if you sleep with a lot of people and you can't remember all their names, it's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Um, so it's, it's, but I, I honestly can say I, I liked a lot of the profiles on there. I found uh, two of them. I, they didn't take my health care, so I didn't use them, but um, most therapists, a lot of them take healthcare too. So if people are looking, um, I would definitely reach out and there's all kinds of resources, but Zen care was the one that was, uh, apparently better than psychology today for anyone who's looking for therapists near them. I figured I'd throw that out there while I thought about it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. I like that. Thank you for throwing out some amazing resources in this world because, again, not enough people talk about it. I like to think mm -hmm. that now it's being talked about more than ever, so I can really see the progress in this topic. Yeah. yeah. No, not enough. I, I just, again, I'm going to go back to uh, not enough people just talk face-to-face -face anymore. No. You're right. And that can just bridge so many misunderstandings, miscommunications yep. between people if you just sit down and talk to one another. Oh, yeah. So just being able to do that is such a beautiful thing. Right. It really is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of ironic, too, that we're talking about this today on the anniversary of 9-11. Yes, oh, yeah. yes. Traumatized mm, you know, yeah. people. Even a generation. A lot, a lot of people. A yeah. lot. That are still... That are still, you know, healing their trauma. Yeah. Well, think of like the young kids out there now. With, I don't know what the name of the generation is now. The Zennials or whatever. I think it's that, Z, Gen Z. Yeah, I think so, it is, yeah. Those are the ones yeah. who are going to have all those kinked necks. Their necks are going to be all hung. <laughs> oh my God. They're, they're going to look like Quasimodo. Man, with their That's what their spines are going to look like. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but but they're like being I raised can, in this I culture, <laughs> like being raised in this culture of fear ever since like nine eleven, and then like then the politics kind of like took over, and each oh. side is like making everybody scared <laughs> of the other side, and yeah. yeah, or just allowing like I feel with them, it's like if you disagree with anything, they just say fuck you, you're yeah. a shit. They're just so quick to put labels on people. 
because of an opinion, like one opinion based off of all the opinions that they could have, you know, and just not even giving a like fair shake of having a conversation. They just completely cut off that bridge. They burn it. It's done. They're never going to go over it, you know, and then, you know, if you're always going to surround yourself with with people with of, of what you want to hear, I feel like you're never going to grow. You're going to be comfort like you're going to be comfortable all the time and for me gr- uh, comfort and growth don't coexist ever yeah. ever. Yeah. No, and you know what? The sad part is it's not it, like their parents are it's like the parents are the ones who really and it's the parents mm-hmm. on the Facebook and shit that are acting like children. I'm like yeah. your kids see the shit. You're acting like a bunch of little fucking babies on a keyboard. You yeah, know, and then like, angriness comes out of me because I'm like, I'll go to your head and slap you with that keyboard. Come on, let's do this. Like, the reality is, they're too fucking pussy to do it in person. Like, you oh, said, absolutely. In person, if you have these problems, it's like, oh, Benny down the street and blah 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 blah. It's like, dude, like get out of your friggin' house, off your fucking screen, and go act like a human and talk to your neighbor or something. Like, do something like, because then the kids see it. I was thinking about this yep. day, like. I see this like mother daughter couple at the gym and they're both on their cell phones the whole time working out together. And like, she's young. I'm like, and their heads are all kinked and they're like, eh, then they'll do an exercise. Eh, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like work out. It's like, and it's tough. Cause like you want to be angry at those parents too. And then this is where my growth comes into play. And I'm like, Oh, they learned it from their parents and then their parents learned it from their parents. So we are in a, I like to believe that we're in this, you know, breaking generational curses. We are in that now of stopping that bullshit and we can, um, you know, I've had a lot of healing and forgiveness towards, you know, one of my parents in life, you know, and doing a lot of fucked up shit and then taking a step back and you're like, damn, they're human. Yep. They're I like the me. Way. And learning that like forgiveness through that and their compassion, then again, they're not doing it because of you. They're they're literally thinking that they're doing their fucking best. Right. So it's like really it really just all stems to just trying to understand that everybody yep. is human. No matter the just the fucked up shit that they do that you don't agree with it's you know they're human and they're learning too and they're still gonna make mistakes and you know as like as kids like we like to put our parents on this pedestal that they're like higher than than human beings you know but but they're literally just us but older right they you know and they're doing what you know they're probably haven't even and that's the thing i don't think that they healed from their childhood no absolutely not either so it really just all just stems down into that and having that like human component and that compassion of you know what they haven't gone through their shit right and that's okay but i but i have the power to not let that shit affect me anymore and like yeah. claiming your power back, taking your power back from that. Yeah, it's then hard. Other, yeah, then other people see you and be influencing them. And, yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep. It's like just don't be but, afraid to be who you are because you really don't understand like that. It gives other people permission to do the same, right? Mm-hmm. Without even saying anything to them, but just embodying that. You allow others to do the same subconsciously. So true. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because I don't think most people don't want to be assholes on purpose. <laughs> yeah, of, of course, and that's the thing is, like, they are living and speaking their truth. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you may not yeah. agree with it, but that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's their truth, and maybe with like conversation and you know your actions you can help mold that a little bit on their end you know but i'm not expecting that i'm not expecting to fix other people heal other people you know i was somebody where um broke like broken men came to me you know and it was like my duty to like fix them and all that and then you you remember that you can't you can't right. fix people, no. you know. You can be an amazing influence in somebody's yeah, life. Lead by example. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. Yeah, and again, like, yeah, it's good, important to have conversations because we could be misunderstanding. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, so. just bridging so many gaps. Mm-hmm. And it's like we live in a world where we have thousands of ways to communicate with each other, and people don't know how to speak face-to-face anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's true. So yep. just just talking more is just so important, and this is why I love this. I love this right now. You know, we get three different stories, three different truths. You know, right? Yeah. But we're yeah. still like this little speck in this fucking galaxy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but like the three of us about... make a bigger speck. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Rather from here, we're like this now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys are great. <laughs> like we talked about earlier how it's like a probably like a bigger stigma with guys that's why i i'm on here talking openly about it because you know i'm a straight white guy on here that's like getting help and i don't know adriana could probably speak for me that i can be quite a bit of a badass like <laughs> i don't take any shit i <laughs> when i fall down i get right back up literally <laughs> I, I love that you have such so like endless. amazing strong qualities exactly you're just <laughs> You're just you resilient. Know, so I thought he dislocated his shoulder in the last race because it was popped right out. And he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, dude, you can't. You got to go to the <laughs> ER tent. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, you got to go see the EMTs. He's like, nope. So I'm like, lift your arm up, dude. He lifts it up. He's like, oh, shit. I think I should go to the tent. But he was ready to keep going. And I'm like, I literally was like, his shoulder was popped the fuck out. And I'm like, you can't keep doing this. And then the first race we did – he jumped. It, it, they probably should have called the race off because it rained so much the night before that you couldn't see any of the like the stuff. Everything was just flooded, and he jumped off this thing where normally you could see like you're gonna land. Where you gonna and land? He landed yeah. like right on a rock. So he like rolled his ankle wicked bad. I think we had like fucking two miles of the race yeah. left, and he hobbled the whole two miles. Like he's <laughs> so not he a baby. Off, he definitely made it happen. <laughs> he made it happen, making the magic happen. But, well, so, well, speaking of that last race, I went through like a whole mental process after that. Like, like you just said, like I didn't want to stop, and then when I found out that I was dislocated and they popped it back in, I had a sling on, and then you know I was done. And I watched everybody finish, and I was like so upset. And this is like mm-hmm. my second obstacle course race and the second time I had a bad injury. So I said, oh, I'm done with this. This is it. I'm just going to do regular races from now on. Fuck it. I'm not meant to do this. And then probably like maybe about 10 minutes later, I said, fuck that. I'm going to kick this race's ass next year. <laughs> well, we, we tend to create a lot of resistance in ourselves mm-hmm. and learning to really like you can be rigid. You can have that plan in life. And this is something that I'm 
trying to work on especially is patience uh, within myself and being fluid and you know what you can have a plan quote unquote plan and it's not going to go the fucking way that you want it to and to not beat yourself up mm -hmm. and that there's reminders that learning to stay fluid through your plans you know through rigid you know be rigid but be fluid with that too and be forgiving it's going to be a roller coaster yep. and having like that grip and like for me is um you know i had this plan it's like oh i'm going to be doing this and that and this and that and this and that and then it doesn't go that way right and then you start beating yourself up and you're like why am i doing this and all that shit but it's just having a tight enough grip not too tight not too loose but just having a handle on it Yep. And um, accepting. So always we have a plan C. A lot of resistance. Yes, we <laughs> always create resistance within ourselves with that. So then we start struggling instead. But when we have acceptance, it's a challenge and not a struggle anymore. Totally. Mm -hmm. mm. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, I have to run. It's yeah, about okay. my time. I am not running uh, today, but... Uh, <laughs> I wanted to give a... Uh, um uh shout out to my company soul friend and if anyone wants to go on soulfriendyoga.com we just um it's not quite there yet but we have a new athletic line coming out so uh capital s o u l 20 uh you can use any time for 20% off and if you are not following us on Instagram please do that even though I'm not really on it but please follow the company um and then um if you do need to reach me, you can reach me through that the website. Just contact us. Just be like, hey, this message is for A. You can contact me through there. And if anyone's looking for free fitness, yoga, or wellness for their community, um, that's what partial proceeds go to. That's our mission is to provide free uh, fitness, wellness, and yoga to at-risk youth and uh, at-risk communities and in-need communities. I love that. I'm actually wearing the shorts. Yes. I got from the festival. I love them. These are some of my favorite shorts right here. I so love shout that. out. Shout out. These are fucking amazing shorts, okay? Yes. <laughs> I love that. And, um, Britt, when we're done, text me your email. I'm going to send you over my book. I will. Um, and just like a quick just message to the world on this. And I kind of wanted to share a quote that you were saying that you just hear things and it sticks with you. And, you know, anybody out there. You're not supposed to have your, you know, shit together, okay? So get that out of your mind. You're not supposed to, so stop shooting on yourself, okay? We're not supposed to have it all together and, you know, saying that, oh, they need to find happiness and all of that. I think it comes down to fulfillment. And I heard this, and it says happiness is a byproduct of fulfillment. I like that. I heard that, and I was like, holy shit. And, you know, choosing happiness, you have to create that shit yourself. I it's like not it. coming to you, but f find the things that you, you enjoy doing, what fuels your fire, your heart. It's not going to be the same as everybody else, and that's okay because you're not the same as everybody else. I like mm -hmm. that. We're all so special in this world, so find something that you feel fulfilled with, and I guarantee you that that happiness is going to come right with it. It's always a byproduct. And I heard that and I was like, oh, oh, that just like stings you so hard in such a great way, you know? Oh, totally. I love it. So that's, but so that's just what I'm going to leave to the world right now. And please just, just fucking love yourselves. 
Okay, form that relationship with the inner child. Because that helped me a lot, too. And know that little Brit wasn't broken. She Love was it. learning mm -hmm. and figuring shit out. That's awesome. And I can definitely see that now. You know, I, I had a... I've, you know, redefined the relationship I had with, you know, little Brit. That's what I call her. Little. That's awesome. Little Brit, you know. I used to not want to see her throw that shit out, you know. And then it came down to... She would sit at the dinner table with me. And now I carry little Brit right on my shoulder with me wherever <laughs> I go, you know, because all of the things that we've gone through made our present, made us who we are now. And there was there's something else that's, you know, corny, but um, we are a product of our past, but we're not a victim to it. I love it. Or, or a prisoner to it. Oh, you awesome. know? <laughs> so, yeah, those just little... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, gems your way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it, anybody's listening to this now, you're, you're here, so that means you're not broken. <laughs> you're not. You're not broken, and that's the thing. Stop telling yourself. The story we tell ourselves matters so fucking much. It really, really does. Don't be a victim in your story. I love it. And I love you guys. I got to run, so I'll let love you Love you, too, eh? Okay. We'll thank you, soon. Paul, for having me again. Oh, thank you. Do, do you want to give people your contact information? Oh, yeah, you? sure. So if you want to find me on the gram, it's Brittany Lee, B-R-I-T-T-N-Y, Lee, the number six. Facebook, it's just my name, Brittany Cabral. Um, and, yeah, if you all want to be friends, we can be friends. And, you know, again, I'm here unconditionally, always a set of ears, always here. Because sometimes it's important to feel like somebody will listen to you. Yep. So, yeah, yep. I'm always here to listen to anybody and uh, just, you know, bring some more positive vibes into this world. Because we all need it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I love your um, kettlebell videos, too, by oh, the way. Oh, thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. <laughs> I awesome. appreciate that. That's, uh, that's a way that I love to express myself. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, right. yeah. And then you can find me at the Roadrunner. It's R H O D E on all the socials as well, Graham, Facebook, and um, it's the Roadrunner one. That's number one at gmail .com If you like to shoot me a message, yeah, I think that's about it for now. Thank you so much, so, Paul. It's right. always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Brittany. Yeah, that was this is such a great episode. Thanks so much. Thank you so <laughs> much. It. I know. I really appreciate you, Paul. You're doing amazing things in this world, just bringing people together. So you're definitely leading by example here. Oh, thank I'm you definitely so much. here for it. it. Anytime you want me on, I will always be on here with you guys. You guys are amazing. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yep. There'll be plenty more. Awesome. I can't <laughs> wait for the next one. <laughs> Thanks. Until the next time, we'll see you out on the road. And remember, be excellent to each other. And party on!